0: Champions, Champions, away, away.
1: Well, HMS, piss the Lakers return to dock, full of bullet holes and barely afloat, but the battle has been won. My name is Jarvie, and I'm joined this week by Simon, Hammy, Paddy, and Cameron. Together, we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. Champions, boys! <laughs> woo! Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo, yeah! Woo!
2: <laughs> I tell point. you! I tell you!
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you bloody it.
3: I mean, I, I don't remember which one of you said it, but it's so typical that we have only won it because everyone else dropped points.
4: <laughs> right. sums up the season, really, doesn't that? I mean. I'm just glad it's over I was so happy that it was just over mm-hmm. I didn't even care about the last three games so Aye, I really, Hands I
3: down know. the worst season I've ever Like followed or, in, or Like paid attention to
2: No, last season was worse At least we could go <laughs> <laughs> We <laughs> could
1: right, go and
4: can... boo in person Go right,
1: you boo your team And show it your manager <laughs> Well, that kind of leads us on To obviously one big victory And the league wrapped up and now nowadays, since uh, Friday night, if someone posts a Nielsen out, it's met with replies of, Oh, come on.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so should, should we give them a, a notice at the start?
1: A notice of what?
3: That we are still very much Nielsen out.
1: Well that's that's what I was gonna ask you. Like we a big victory. I we played well, but you know, we were playing Aloha and the league's wrapped up. What's your opinion? Are you still Nielsen out, all year.
3: I want to put out an analogy here. If you ordered a pizza, right, and you opened the box and the topping had completely stuck to the top of the box, right, you've still technically had your pizza delivered, but are you happy with that pizza? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'd be raging. It sounds like my worst nightmare.
2: Exactly. So are the toppings top are us stuck to the top of the league off-season. <laughs> 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 it. It's It's
1: delivered. Right Pepperoni
4: pizza I hope there's a wee bit Pupescu A wee bit better <laughs> Nah like Listen He he, he got and I know they keep saying Oh he got his He had his one aim To win the league He got the bare minimum as what was required mm-hmm. We still got pumped out Both cups We've limped over the line We won the league By other teams Dropping points It's really not been That great a season Albeit that doesn't Take away from the fact That we played really well At the weekend there But what? What? Twenty-four games into the season, right. and there's been what three, four games we've played really well. We've we're still like we've only won. I think it's three of the last nine or something. Mm. It's not exactly been blockbuster, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it was Aloa bottom of the league. They were chasing a win. It's funny how losing seems to be a blip, but I think winning at the moment is more of a blip. I think six nil Aloha is more of a blip. Yeah, we've seen this before, haven't we? We've, yeah. we've
3: put in good performances scattered about the season and then just gone on absolute boring as hell run draw runs really
1: yeah. could be on the cards again soon you never know uh, Paddy good, good evening to you Hopefully quiet there uh, what's your thoughts on Mr Nielsen now?
0: we got beat off a fifth tier team in the Scottish <laughs> Cup I'm not going to lie to you I didn't realise Scotland had a fifth tier <laughs> <laughs> So yes, I am still milsing out. I'm pretty sure, like our five-a-side team, is sixth tier.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, Cameron, Mobby, yourself—any any different thoughts from you?
2: I'm just basking in the glow of telling you that we would win the league this week. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, nothing
2: you can say is going to bring me there. I'm quite happy. <laughs> All right now we've got the negatives at the way. Let's go on a
3: party. In.
1: <laughs> well, Speaking of partying, there's many fans that don't want to see none of that. Um, quite a vocal section of the support is calling for the team not to touch the trophy when it's handed over from SFA officials. What's your thoughts on all of this?
4: Um, see, when you asked about this last night and it was gone about Twitter and all that and, and I was very much like, "I fuck them. Don't touch it. Get down the tunnel, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm, um, I've had, I've slept on it. And um, I'm, now I'm like, Ken, what? I just don't want any fanfare. I don't want any media attention. See, so if we do all that, it's just going to bring everyone down on us. I want to forget this whole season happened. I want to have get the trophy, walk down the tunnel, and just leave it at that. Um, just, I can't you see I, them not not lifting it? I just don't
3: <sighs> think that'll be an option for them.
4: Yeah, but like Nay you know, they fucking ticker tape and standing behind the hang and all that piss. Just yeah. take it. I think Suter came out and said that you know they weren't going to be celebrating it because it's you know not worth celebrating, and I completely understand and completely agree. Yeah. Just take the trophy. Like what? Well, it'll be nice if it gets it, won't Because it? he's club captain. Fucking actually get to better Just let him get the trophy and just take it and go. Hello, thanks, bye. And what do denial? you think?
2: Do you think Suter said that because he probably doesn't get a medal?
3: <laughs> how many games How many games do you have to
2: play? Well, probably more than one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Is it, though? Because I'm pretty sure they changed the league in England where if you make a single appearance, you uh, get a medal. That seems ridiculous. I, mean, I, I don't know if... It, I mean, you made a contribution.
1: Something's in my head that you've got... It's what, clean like clean one clean of clean our sheets. five clean
3: sheets for the season he helped with. <laughs> was that like 20% of our clean sheets? <laughs> God Suter <laughs> was a part
0: of
4: I mean the way that he played on uh, Friday night he's probably up there for player of the season at the moment
1: Paddy what are you thinking here because I'd imagine your views are the polar opposite of family, surely
0: I don't care lift <laughs> it or don't it still doesn't change anything
1: Fair enough, I was expecting you get the trophy right and you take a big shite in it what's <laughs> that almost- <laughs> Aye, uh, but like you say, Hammy, I think for me, give it to Bera, or you know what would be the most embarrassing thing, rather than ignoring the trophy, is to get Pepescu to lift it. Joe, <laughs> we managed to win the championship with this man. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see what happens, and I take it that'll be last game of the season, we're at home to Rafe, it'll be then, won't it? You'd assume so. I think so, I Yeah.
3: It will be. Will Neil Doncaster have to come to our stadium at the start of next season to unfurl the
4: flag? I think he will. Well,
2: that'll be fun. I bet. <laughs> I bet. I bet it's, I bet it's the opposite. We round and that we get placed against Rangers at Ibrox first day of the season. <laughs> Probably. That'll be it. They'll they'll pay it Aye. up as the. The, the minnows who have managed to fight their way up from the lower division against the Scottish champions, that's the way they'll pitch it.
1: Right. Beautiful. I, well, I was looking forward to next season, but not anymore. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, at the end of the day, we've done it. The hearts have been relegated twice in less than 10 years, and in that time, we've spent less time in the championship than Hibs. <laughs> uh, I've got thousands of questions for you boys. Um, it's more about the kind of the club going forward. Um, but I think it would make sense first to look in the past and speak about that victory on Friday night in a bit more detail. Simon, even more confusion than normal on Friday night, trying to work out what the lineup and tactics were. Trying to work out how how will these players fit into a four-two-three-one, but it was a bit different, wasn't it?
3: Um, yeah. So there was a lot of defenders on the pitch. Um, And you were thinking, oh, no. So we had Halkett and Suter were the centre-backs. I thought Peter Harren, it might have been a back three with Peter Harren, but I'm glad that he was in midfield. And then we had Smith and Logan as the full-backs. Um, Pretty standard from the back four. It was good seeing Suter back. He's got a much better range of passing than the other two. And what did I say? Put Halkett alongside someone who's not awful, (laughs) and he is all right. So... (laughs) Um, I really like Shea Logan I think he's got a great energy Um, I'm not sure about signing him for next season we'll probably give him like a two year deal or something but (laughs) I genuinely think he he looks really good and he's earning that spot in the team right now and then we had McAniff Halliday and Haran were our sort of mid three with Haran sitting and then we had Henderson, Nonduli and Boyce who are a really narrow front three really um, they kind of all took turns rotating about. Boyce would drop deep more often than not. Um, but I worked for Henderson, him, him up front. He was absolutely fantastic. It was the first time I've actually watched him and thought, hey, he could actually be an all right player. And it wasn't just the 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 goals, it was his movement. He, he seemed like he was working hard and his finishes were absolutely great, to be honest.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, speak about John Suter a bit more first of all probably I was going to say it would have been man of the match if it wasn't for another 10 out of 10 performance for Peter Harding and another 10 out of 10 performance for <laughs> Liam Boyce uh, a couple of really good features there but how sharp did John Sewer look after 14 months out?
3: We were worried with the um, the videos that Harts put up when he was training that he might have been carrying a bit of extra timber and it might be a while before we've seen him but he, he looks like he's actually got bigger but put on a bit of muscle I've never seen him looking that like sort of fit. Um, aye, he looks really good. Mm-hmm. And he was he as casual as you like. Didn't ever seem to to be bothered or put a foot wrong, which is you worry even against our growth. And I mean, I know we're going to asterisk it all the way through. We know it's against our growth. Aloha. Get, Aloha, sorry. We know it's against Aloha. Um, they're shite, but we still have to turn up. Hearts are also shite. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought everyone was great. I felt sorry for Hernandez really not getting a goal. That was <laughs> about it. My concern is. Our performances and the way we play doesn't isn't conducive to to cover and help any players who are maybe having a bad day or or the system doesn't help players play well. We have to rely on players to sort of play well for anything to happen. So Haran, Suter and Boys had a great game, so we won six 0 in Henderson, obviously. But I just worry that if these players don't turn up, it we just draw one-all or we draw 0 nil, we get beat one 0
1: Mm-hmm. And the depth is lacking as well. It's not like you've got many, many bodies to come on and change things. Apart for Jamie Walker, who, of course, scored again off the bench, but we'll come on to that.
0: We've got loads of bodies, you just can't do anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. um,
1: John Sewer, that was his uh, 100th appearance for Hearts on Friday night. It's um, been a while. Aye, been a while. Uh, and aye, it was a very open game considering Aloha had to win. So, yeah, they were going for it. And this was always going to happen. I mean, if they'd sat back and countered, they could have won. They probably had, had more chance of yeah. actually playing to beat us, if you know what I mean.
3: Yeah, definitely. If they just followed everyone else's sort of blueprint and just put two banks of fours and two strikers who are willing to work
1: hard, you'd be absolutely fine against us. Right. It would have been a very different game, I think. Um, there's that many goals. There's no point in talking about much else because we'd be here forever. Um, but zero through 25 minutes until we got the first goal, it was pretty much all hearts, wasn't it? Uh, Aloha had a few early shots from nowhere, but wasn't really challenging, Gordon.
3: I thought um, it it was a good start, and I thought, oh, no, we're going to start well and fade as we always do. And I think the first goal was so important, and it was such a good finish from Liam Boyce. He made it look so easy, but he was through on goal in a flash, and he absolutely smashed it. And uh, I think scoring that early goal, I mean, 25 minutes isn't super early, but I think scoring at that point, it just kind of sets the tone for the rest of the game and, and it gave us a bit of confidence to show that we can actually push forward. And when you've got players like Haran and Suter who can play the ball from deep, it means that we don't have this really slow pass and build up where we take about 10 passes, let the team set and uh, and let them get back into shape where we can just go from defence to attack really quickly. And we scored so many goals doing that.
1: You've mentioned the uh, Souter and pass passing there, Simon, but what a ball from Andy Halliday to set up boys for this one. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? I forgot that. Unbelievable. Credit where it's due. There it was a beautiful wee, wee touch through, and then I, Liam Boyce, lovely wee dink. And you could see the relief in Robbie Nielsen's face, eh? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely I,
3: this, this sort of gives him like a, a credit to go, no, no, look, if I have everyone fit and everyone's playing and blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's, it's, in my eyes, it's not good enough, but it, it probably does give him
4: to the start of next season, at least, doesn't it? I think
1: so. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. I think before this game, I was sort of a, a bit like, I think I could see him going, and then after that, I was like, nah, that's it. He's, he's here till the end of the season. Yeah.
1: But you do think if you just cash your minds back a week, the rumours were that it was all done and dusted. He was leaving as soon as the season ended, and Alex Neal's lined up, et cetera. You know, even if with that Victory on Friday night. Those plans wouldn't change, but just you've just got to wonder if they were ever true in the first place. Obviously, aye.
3: I, I mean, we, what was it on kickback
1: that it was coming through? No, I think was... we know that they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> incredible sources, are there? You know, incredible sources. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I've heard some uh, some other things about Alex Neal this week, saying that there's a, absolutely no chance he'd move his family from from where they're based down south. His kid literally just started school this week. Things like that, so maybe it was a little shit. Who
2: starts school in April?
1: Well, your kids would be if COVID had had them shut for. Bye. Five minutes later, the Henderson hundred yard dash. (laughs) Walk us through this one. Unbelievable.
3: You go. I'm gonna Uh, have to watch it again.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Can't mind how it started, but Henderson picked the ball up at the end edge of essentially the edge of the heart's box, and he just ran and he just (laughs) kept running, and it was brilliant. And then he got all the way into the opposition box. You know, he ran the full length of the pitch and um, Mm. got taken down. But it was—it was just—he just seemed to glide past players. It was—I've not seen a heart's player do that in years. He just—just that was brilliant to see um and he was he's very pacey and he just seemed to put his head down and just run and nobody could get the ball from um and i won us a penalty in the opposition
1: box so i mean i was under the impression that running with the ball at tin was actually banned <laughs> it feels like like what
3: maybe skinny we skinny last time someone actually made a run like that
1: i remember anthony mcdonald's full debut at home, it was a very cold Tuesday night or something. He ran with the ball about 60 yards and either scored or set someone up, if you remember that one, Hammy. Yep. Um, that's the other most memorable run I've got in my head.
3: I always see, Hammy, you can maybe shed more light on this, but see when I see, so where where Henderson was going, he was running full pelt towards the byline at about the six-yard box, like the edge of the six-yard box. What does the keeper even doing committing there? Surely if he just stands on his front posts.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely nothing's going to happen. Aye. No, I agree. I think he's he's panicked. Keeper's he panicked. He looked a bit dodgy throughout the game and we will probably get on to the last goal as well. But he just, <laughs> yeah, I think if he just stays there... Because I don't think Henderson... I might be wrong, but I'm, I'm not sure there was many players up with Henderson at that point. You maybe had Nanduli at the back post, but...
3: Yeah, the Nanduli was in the middle, but it would have been difficult to get the ball over to him without a Aye. defender.
4: and with the speed that he's running it, to get a good ball in the box for there, it was... Yeah, so it was just a stupid challenge for them, the keeper. Would Be if no doubt that keeper was shite.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's a reason he's he's playing aloha. <laughs> Not offense to him. I'm sure that's like in the grand scheme of things, he's doing really well in life, but yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: he's still aloa.
1: the we've all been Aye. there. Um that penalty uh put away by Liam Boyce, 2 0. So after the penalty, 40th minute mark, um, you all cried that there should have been a red card, but I was too busy tweeting or something. What happened?
0: (laughs) I uh, I
3: don't remember who it was for Alwa, but Haran had the ball and he just played it away and he came in from behind and scissor tackled him. And Mm -hmm. uh, if there's any sort of decent refereeing in Scotland, that's a red card. I don't think it was even pulled for a booking.
1: No, I don't think so. Dirty Alwa. Always cheating. <laughs> uh, that kind of led us into halftime. 52% possession. Uh, seven shots, four on target. 50% goal ratio. Uh, second half to blast through. 50th minute mark. Uh, there was an unbelievable ball from Peter Haring playing through Henderson to chip the keeper for a goal. That made it 3-0 on the 50th minute. Um, we talk about Henderson a bit more in his position here because I was thinking about this, right? Uh Callum Morrison's been linked this week with QPR, Darby, all kinds of folk. The failed winger who couldn't beat the first man. <laughs> and we've got Ewan Henderson here, who has been very quiet out on the wing this season, but he's been fantastic through the middle tonight using his pace and his abilities. Do you think it's just a, a, another cursed winger? That harsh think we've got to see him play through the middle now, what do you reckon?
3: I, I remember when he was coming through, I always heard that he was a striker, so to see him actually getting a shot up front. And I think they played it quite well because Henderson, Boyce, and Nondouli, although they are, were all playing up front, they were all doing completely different things. So you can afford to do that against a team like Aloua because they're not very good. So you can play three in midfield and, and match them up man for man and be absolutely fine. Um, but having Henderson running behind just off the centre-backs, it worked absolutely brilliantly, and I'm shook that we've never seen it before.
1: Sorry. I was, I was the same Simon. I was under the impression Henderson was a, a centre forward. Yeah. Um, but he's played it on the wing like all season.
3: Yeah, he's always played on the wing in the first team, hasn't he? Aye. Okay. Justice for Moore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get him back. A um, couple of minutes later, just two minutes later, uh, Henderson did find himself outwind, out, out wide getting a, a rare ball into the box from a wing. Um The ball was smashed at the goalie by Adam McInef, parried out and Liam Boyce finished it quite nicely. that was Boyce on his hat-trick, Simon, and 14 goals for the season now.
3: I know it was, uh, we were talking about how close it was before this game. And uh, I feel like obviously this is just tidied it in your favour. I wouldn't really call it a tap and he absolutely walloped it. It was a great finish. (laughs)
1: Uh, Nice compose. How many times do you see that fall to someone and it just, they smash it at the stadium or something? Aye,
3: it was, it was a really good finish. Um, Harts were just all over them at that point and and everything seemed to be going their way. All the balls were breaking to them and and that's what good teams do. They always win the second ball or they always have a man in the right spot. Mm -hmm. Boyce Boyce looked great. The easiest hat trick he'll probably ever score in his life.
1: I know. And I would would say, I know you're saying that they did the three of them float around up top but Boyce was predominantly playing as a 10.
3: Yeah, he did (laughs) drop back more than the other two.
1: Just an absolute baller in there. Leave him there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. goal machine uh, and for any new listeners that we've picked up in recent weeks me and Simon have an over under 15 goal bet with Liam Boyce we rammed the over Simon's the under and it's £5 a goal either way so I will Simon a fiver as it stands <laughs>
3: I mean I'll probably I'll probably owe you like a tenner or something like this is this has <laughs> almost become pointless because we got it so close to the over under
0: right well, like, like, wait so? till the end of the season
1: chipping another nine I I like it Simon because I think it makes it look like we really know what we're talking about (laughs) we we do, we fucking do what you're talking about (laughs) we do do. so that was that Uh, where are we, that was the goal on the 52nd minute Uh, Henderson went off on 59 uh, coming on Uh, Stephen A. Smith coming on uh, happened to Henderson? It looked like he had quite a bad kind of back or kidney injury or something. Eh? has there been I, any news on that yet? He made a
3: run and he got he got taken down. It wasn't like a bad challenge, but ever since then he was sort of limping about and and sort of complaining and moaning. I thought he was going to get pulled at half time, but he came out for the second half and he he was all right.
1: I actually think it was the big eighty yard dash he got injured in. Yeah, there.
3: yeah, I think so. Uh,
1: he had some that first half. Like there was another massive run down the other wing. And there was another one, like, right after it. He was sweating bullets. <laughs> I saw someone on uh, on Twitter said his uh, Strava must have been going mental. Aye. <laughs> you can imagine Wait. analysts looking at it just going, stop running.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'd say when, when Naismith came on and then after that, GMS came on a bit later, Hearts as a team, although we scored a couple of goals, absolutely died. I yeah.
4: agree with that. We, yeah. we we seem to revert back to you know passing it around the back, possession based football, and you know, you can I can sort of understand well, we're falling off or whatever, but at the same time, you know, why not yeah. just fucking go for it, you know? I'd understand that if we were replacing
3: like um the the players, so we replaced who was it, Henderson with Jamie Walker. Henderson no, Henderson yeah. with Naismith and um Liam Boyce with GMS. Yeah. These are both attacking players. Mm-hmm. I'd still expect us to be to be attacking and, and doing a bit more and, and we did get two goals but it just died didn't it? it just yeah. the absolute momentum in the attack
1: just died it's a Nielsen specialist subject that I killing yeah. off the last 20 minutes of the game but at least two goals Yeah um, I mean move did kind of make a bit of a, an impact as it as, well, 10 minutes after he came on uh, a nice ball in, there was a huge gap in the Alloa defence shock Uh, McInniff took it off Nandwili's toe. Um, A couple of swivels, put it past the keeper. Uh, Adam McInniff looked so relieved to break his duck. I'm no lip reader, but I'm pretty sure he shouted "fucking yes."
4: (laughs) (laughs) Nandwili was lining up for the volley of his lifetime as well. He was so sorry for him. (laughs) I think.
3: uh, I think his. McEnf's fucking yes was relieved that it went in and he didn't have to face Nanduli for taking off a guaranteed goal off his foot. (laughs)
1: That's a good point. Um, That made it 5-0 and Scott Wilson played Hawaii (laughs) uh, 5-0. Get it, Rungi Alloa. GMS came on a wee bit later for Liam Boyce. He looked absolutely desperate for his goal, didn't
3: he? He he was working so hard to fucking get it, man. Oh, Can't believe he didn't score (laughs)
0: Aye, desperate's a good word there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. He was running, that's it.
3: I just don't know what he does to improve his performances now at Hatch. Like, if he's not going to score when we're pumping Aloe a 6-0. <laughs> I
1: think he has to see a psychologist there. I think his head's gone. Aye,
3: it's probably all mental from
1: here. I mean, he's failing to even trap a ball. Like you're talking a couple of times a game. Uh, he's played for Scotland. He can trap a ball.
0: <laughs> he's he's got five star skills on FIFA. <laughs> it's good that it's only the four and a half grand a week that we're paying him. <laughs> <laughs> to not be able to trap a ball. <laughs> it's difficult, Paddy. Eh?
1: Right, final couple of notes here. Um like sir went off with Jamie Walker. Uh, John Souter looked so emotional. When he went off, he? Go and they going hugging Nielsen and sitting in the stand, he just looked so delighted to be back and not. It's
0: because it's the first time he's not gone off injured in ages. <laughs> it's usually when he's taken off, it's because he's injured.
1: I know.
3: And good on him. Good on him, I. Ah, it was great to see him back. Um, he is—he's just our best centre back, isn't he? And it's—it's it's always good to have all your best players fit. I know it's cliche, but it does feel like we're, we've got a new player.
4: Yeah, it does. I because like when I when I think about the centre backs that played, I didn't really remember Halkett and that's not a bad thing. He'd done everything he needed. But I actually remember Suter because half the time he was he was at the halfway link, Pinging balls about. He was just driving the team forward. And you didn't have that with professor you didn't have that with Berra. Um because they prefer to sit on the eighteen yard box and pump the ball long. Um, there was
3: there was a reason he was consistently being touted for the Scotland squad. I mean, I know we're short at, at centre back at the national level, but you still have to be all right to be considered.
1: Yeah. Well, Sitter's definitely got the ability to be in there. And if we bring in Declan Gallagher <laughs> in the summer, that's Hart's got two Scottish then at backs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jamie Walker scored. Hammy, as the the resident keeper, talk us through what this keeper is
4: doing. <laughs> he, uh, he fails on the good feet. Uh, scale but, uh, The ball Sort of went back To the left back um, He's played it safe Playing it to the keeper The keeper For whatever reason Decides not to just Hit it up the park As he, he should do um, Nanduili does Brilliantly Chases the keeper down. Um he, he sort of gets Past Nanduili But then Nanduili Manages to Just Slide and take the ball Off his toe mm-hmm. um, The ball then Falls luckily to Walker And Walker taps it in And um, Naismith was in the box screaming for it, as you would be. Um, believe it or not, Gannon McI Stephen was nowhere to be seen. Um, <laughs> Could have been his big moment? I, you know, if he'd put in a, applied himself a little bit more. But uh, okay. no, it was it was good good work from uh, Walker to chase down the left back, and then again more just great work from Anduily. And as Simon said it was it's a shame he didn't get a goal because I think I thought I thought his work great and his running and everything was was really good and um, ah, I should have capped it off with that volley but McInef (laughs) showed off him but again as well it's good for McInef to get a goal and just good to see McInef in the opposition box playing that
3: high he showed his ability didn't he yeah I think him and really look great
1: I promise him for next season I hope that calms McInef down a bit he can look a bit frantic eh? a bit uncomfortable just now but that should settle him We would hope Good, well that was uh, six of the best Championship wrapped up eh? (laughs) Um, Full-time stats 60% possession I made it 15 shots and 10 on target A nice wee ratio there
3: So Cameron, you'll be happy with uh, that 60% shots on targets to goal ratio
2: That goes back to how we were at the beginning of the season
3: (laughs) Unsustainable
2: Well it was very unsustainable at the beginning of the season and we kind of thought we might level out We did, but not that we Aye. hoped <laughs> My hope was that the shots would go up The shots went down Aye. And the goals followed.
1: Aye. Aye Everyone just went to shit <laughs> <laughs> Like early
3: on Aye, it was so quickly we were like This does not look good, boys
1: <laughs> I'm sure uh, Parry started raising concerns About Nielsen as manager in late October <laughs> And the season started in early October. <laughs> 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 no, not quite, but nearby. Uh, okay, well, that's that one wrapped up. Uh, before we go on to, to speak about the kind of stuff going forward, why don't we go over to you, Hami, for some out of context jumbles kickback?
4: Arch away and don't talk a lot of shine. So, lads, I'm just going to give you all a wee sample of the the joy and glee that was jambo's kickback from when we were announced winners of the Scottish Championship. Uh, first post, if I was to pick a beer to celebrate this, it would be Foster's. Ouch. Uh, I am pleased it's over and pleased we have got promoted, but we really should not be celebrating this. We should never have been in this league in the first place. Another one says, drink it in too many bad days as a heart support to not ram this leak down Doncaster's throat I agree with that another one I'm not sure if this is sarcasm or not absolutely delighted don't feel sorry for any of your alleged supporters that have backed yourself into a corner and can't enjoy it get in hearts congratulations to Robbie and the guys with loads of kisses after that one maybe he's just a Robbie fan Uh, another one says glad we've won it but feel so totally underwhelmed and and I couldn't give a shit mode about this win another one Said it before, I don't consider this to be promotion. We have been reinstated ourselves in the Premier after our expulsion. Nothing to be celebrated here and we should all have long memories going forward. Another one, this was definitely sarcasm. Another one says, greatest sporting achievement in the history of the club. To fend off the challenge from Wraith. Phenomenal. (laughs) Another, (laughs) Another one says, a sense of relief. It should have been wrapped up weeks ago. Nobody can deny that. Three wins in ten tells a story. Can't Can't being myself to celebrate this. I think he means can't bring myself to celebrate this. Um, Again, more sarcasm. We can put the 13th best in Scotland trophy beside the Four Rosette Knife and Fork Award for our restaurant. The Anne is very <laughs> fruitful. <laughs> uh, it has been a wasted season following our expulsion, but well done as it is mission accomplished. We must never forget what certain clubs did to us. In terms of getting excited, this is better than winning the Musselburgh Fives, probably on par with winning the East of Scotland Shield, but nowhere near as good as winning tenant 6s for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> another one says, uh, looking forward to the unfurling of the flag at Tiny next season. Bring on the Hibbies! Let's ram those words of junkie Tam McManus right down his throat. We all know what happens when hibbies get cocky. Fuck the hibs. I'm quite a bit angry. And uh, just to end, um, again, another sarcastic one. I've never been so excited, and I just can't wait for the 14 signings we're going to make almost as much as I can't wait for the few weeks later when I re- realise almost all of them are mints. So, all in all, just really excited. As soon
3: as he started talking about the signings I thought, oh, we're going to get so excited about so many shite players
1: <laughs>
4: Oh my Jordan Roberts is coming back though, as you know Is that being confirmed? Well, he'll come back for loan Whether he stays, I don't know
1: but On paper, he's a hearts player next season
4: <laughs> Get excited, boys
1: if You know, I'm sure he had like a horrific injury at the weekend, he got a stretcher dog
4: Oh, did he? Oh, I mm. feel a bit sad now
1: <laughs> I'm not sure if you're being as sarcastic as some of those kickbacks. No, that's that's
4: that's not nice.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I've got a f- quite a few questions for you boys. Probably um, similar kind of lines from what some were saying on kickback there. First of all, a lot of congratulations messages coming in um, to Hearts. Um, the reaction to some of them has been brilliant, especially the one from Neil Doncaster and the SFA. <laughs> <laughs> What have you made if all that social media has went into a bit of a meltdown over all of this, hasn't it?
3: It just feels to be good to be hated again. Do you know what I mean? Now they realise that they've actually got to cut up with us next season. Mm-hmm. Like, it's happening there. It's just a really nice feeling. I feel like it gives us more energy as a club.
1: It does. I kind of feel like the whole fan base needs to realise that Hearts are the bad guys. And it needs
3: to just be embraced. Right, people are trying to make Hearts, like, a nice club. Like, be a good club to work for and play for and support. Right. Fuck everyone else.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I'm sure we yes. spoke, um, There was was there a kickback segment quite early on, Hammy, and we spoke about how you could make things worse for the away supporters? Remember?
4: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: There's some genius stuff in that.
3: <laughs> like, the, the biggest teams in the world make, like, their away dressing rooms smaller. They make the, the access to facilities worse when you're there. We've
4: just got to just do it.
1: Now, take the roof off the waystand <laughs>
4: <laughs> mind you had like with the Hibs stuff it was like hashtag respect the rivalry and all yeah. that it's just get a grip mind i an budge close
1: section G <laughs> it's been some <sighs> stupid stuff in her, under this arena um Cameron I've hardly spoke to you. I hope you're all right over there.
2: (laughs) I'm always fine. I've to speak to you, (laughs) Jeremy.
1: Bloody charming. Um, What do you think Nielsen does here uh, handling the remaining three games? You've kind of got the pressure from the fans where they want to see all-out attacking football, you know, so he can earn their respect over the next three games. But at the same time, you want to kind of see fringe players getting a chance, a couple of young players getting their chance. How Jinky handles it from here.
2: I think you might see something similar to what you've seen on Friday night, kind of handbreak off type stuff. Although I do think you'll see probably players that might not be there. One in particular at centre back who will probably play the rest of the season to get some games um, as a farewell. But um, no, I think time? I think well we'll see because it might be in the buy sell segment. But <laughs> I do think you'll see more of what we've seen on Friday night. Yeah, I think for him. Yeah, he'll see it as that he needs to put in some showy performances if you like to to maintain his role with the club.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Um. See, better if he does get rolled out. His last game is uh, against Rafe. His new home. I've been interested. Sure they can play that.
3: I want to see as many young players in the Hearts team as possible. I want to see see what they've got, see if they're any good. It's just more exciting seeing someone who's come through the academy. Even if they do a bit crap, you just give them a bit more time and you understand.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Simon, you couldn't have timed that any better because I wanted to tell you something quite exciting. Last week, you asked about young players coming through and surely we've got a young left-back that can come in and replace Stephen Kingsley and, and Eddie White, didn't you? Yeah, Uh, Well Simon, you may have heard the name Leo Watson kicking a bit young promising player coming through turns out he's a left back, I didn't realise that but you'll never guess what, he had (laughs) ankle surgery this week Jesus (laughs) Christ
3: We need to do something about our training conditions because it's just no working. I don't know what it is. Maybe there's a bump at, at the full-back positions. There's some rocky terrain around the centre-mid, <laughs> centre-back part. We need to do something.
1: Something. Paddy, ancient burial ground stuff, surely.
0: Aye, or, or too many. Too many of those wee rubber balls on the AstroTurf patch. pitch. <laughs> <We'll, laughs> we'll tripping over them. Uh, <laughs> massive they've made commitment. too much of it
1: <laughs> um, and Paddy speaking of the youngsters I'm not sure if you heard this one right so our season ends a full 45 days before the Euros starts so Craig Gordon um, to keep himself fit he's going to go and train with the under 18s to keep himself sharp until the Euros
3: what a great experience uh, for the under 18s as well isn't uh, it
1: I, know. I know. you imagine you're a wee 17 year old and Craig Gordon comes in as your under, understudy for a fortnight. That'd be class. What <laughs> a wee 16 year old striker trying to get shots past Craig Gordon.
3: If I was training against Craig Gordon, we we're playing like whatever, doing like a, in NN, I'd be taking a shot for anywhere. Because see if it went in, you'd be talking about that to the day you died.
1: Oh, aye. You'd be in the diggers at 40, going, aye. aye. One day, this one time at training. <laughs> aye, right, Craig Gordon was 48 when you were 17. <laughs> It's a long story. Sit down, son. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of good keepers, uh, Hammy, I think you kind of to told us about this as well. Harry Stone's absolutely flying at Albion Rovers. Flying yeah. Stevenson under his wing.
4: He's Yeah, he's been getting massive plaudits. Um, there's a very occasional you get sort of highlights that get put on Twitter and things of him uh, playing and, and just doing really, really well, making some great saves. He seems to be Extremely highly um regarded. So and you know we've heard his name for a few years now. Mm. He's still God, how old is he? Is 18 or something, isn't he? So he's still
1: Yeah, there it just he's, like school.
4: Ah, uh, he's he's a smart lad as well, isn't he? He's I'm sure he's Mum and Dad or something. Anyway, yeah, but um yeah. uh, he's eighteen I So I, it's good that he's coming through. It's also good that he's got Craig Gordon to um, sort of mentor him through, I would think he's... I don't know if it's worth... I, I would. He, I think you have to have one eye on getting him adjusted to the first team. But at the same time, you're not going to drop Craig Gordon at the moment anyway. I still think Gordon's got a good couple of years left in him. But yeah. I think there needs to start being a bit of a handle because Harry Stone will be our keeper. Um He'll be the new Craig Gordon, I would say. with Craig Gordon push through? So, it's a hard one because you want him to keep getting more first-team football, but at the same time, I would sort of think about giving them the league cup games and things like that.
3: I still think. I still think at eighteen years old. So where is he now? Sorry,
1: Albion Rovers.
3: And in what division are they?
1: Uh, league Two. Is it really like Ryan Stevenson's knocking a bit for them?
3: So how about next season you put him in a team in league one and then if he does well there you put him in a team in the championship and then if he does well there you then give him the league cup games he's played three seasons of first team football increasing difficulty every year and he's what 20 21 Mm -hmm. so i think i think if i was making a plan which i probably have absolutely no business doing that's the plan (laughs) i would be making
1: Simon, that's exactly how you handle a goalkeeper with five star potential and football manager. <laughs> that's the only reason <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> the only reason. <laughs> I mean, he's got a 20 year career ahead of him, if not more. You know what I mean? Plenty of time. No need to rush him in there.
4: The, right. the only thing I would worry about is we're hearts. And remember, us and young players isn't exactly a good mix. So, in we'll we'll the last six months of his contract, when he's just made these first appearances for hearts, and he'll, he'll go, a la yeah. Andy Irvin, Callum Patterson, all that lot. So I think we need to make our intentions very well known to him. Um, but like I said, I think he's a smart laddie. So, so hopefully be... <laughs> it's, it's going to be it's a, a bit of a balancing act, I think. You know, you want to give him first team football. You want to let him know that he's going to be in this team. He's going to be the number one. But it's just so annoying that we've now suddenly got a cracking goalkeeper as well. Um,
2: you do wonder, though, because you see it with keepers, and it happens when they get to a certain age. When they go, they drop off a cliff. Right? And, and when Gordon does go, it'll happen quickly. And and having him out on loan, if you've got the ability to bring him back, then then it gives you that flexibility. Yeah. I'll I don't be.
1: Want, don't want so to see sad. that happen to Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, it was difficult enough with Bera, and I don't have even half the emotional ties to Bera as I do to Gordon.
1: Right, <laughs> um, okay, I'll be interesting to see what happens, but no rush. Gordon's got your years in the tank,
0: it'll be something that makes us rage, and that's what will happen. <laughs> <Aye. laughs>
1: what will happen? We'll sell Craig Gordon back to Celtic in the summer. <laughs>
3: Oh. They've probably got like a buyback clause in there. They get them for like eight quid or something. Like
1: that. <laughs> oh Probably.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, looking ahead to next season, obviously we are we're definitely going up. Unbelievably, um, it's a three horse race to see who's going to come the other way. By the looks of it, between Hamilton, Ross County, and Killy, who would your preference be? I.e., who do you not want to be playing next year?
3: Don't care. All three of them. I line. couldn't care. I just <laughs> get them all done. <laughs> If two go down, that would be perfect. Just, I don't care who it is, and I don't care about not playing them next season or anything. Just the more unhappy people for that league, the
1: better. Yeah, I would say we're a bit shaky against Killy, and Hamilton can be a bit of a tricky one for us. Well, we're a bit, we're a bit shaky good. against them all, <laughs>
0: apart for Hibbs.
1: We're men- shaky
0: against fucking Cove Rangers. <laughs> 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 <Rora
2: Rangers.
1: laughs> but also and, and Rangers. <laughs> also Rangers <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> right. Um, right, that's fine then fuck them all um, and I guess just, just kind of finally on these um, looking ahead to next season the squad's going to go through an overhaul uh, or so we hope uh, did you know that over the last seven years or so uh, we average out at seven signings per window, that's fourteen new players a season. And do you think it's going to be the same kind of numbers this summer?
0: That's why we've been so consistent then. <laughs>
4: exactly. Exactly. Think, right, honestly, the thing is, it needs to be, and that's the terrible thing about this because it shouldn't be. We shouldn't be going through that many players. But the team right now, you would keep a handful of them realistically. Um, like who in that team? So Gordon, Boyce, uh, Suter, obviously it. Smith, Smith, Walker, I, Peter Haring, yeah, Nanduili, Nanduili, Henderson. <sighs> so but even then, I'm like, <sighs> you get rid of Gary McKay, Stephen Naismith.
1: Elliot Freer,
4: Mihai Popescu so you need to replace all those players and that's not counting the ones that are not playing I'll bring them up again, like Demir the likes of Jordan Roberts um, what's the other one, Castanier. all these players are needing to get bolting. you need to replace them because we're already lacking depth in a lot of areas so Mm. it's another massive rebuild that we do every single year, it's so unsustainable
1: it should be an exciting window when you think about including Bera and the realistic ones that are going out the door. We should be freeing up, like, what, 30 grand a week in wages thereabouts, you've got to think, and then we'll have a, an added budget to that wage bill for going back up as well. So hopefully we're going to see some quality come in the door from Savage. I'd quite, I like, to see
2: us, I'd quite <laughs> like to see us sign some players you've actually heard of. It's just these random guys that appear from nowhere on the day we sign them, and then they turn out to be exactly what you thought someone that turned up on the day that you never heard of might be.
3: <laughs> I it's know. It's signing players who who we know can do it, and potentially, it's the right profile, isn't it? I've talked about it before, but buying players who we know are good enough for hearts and are either going to do well enough that we can sell them on, or they're going to do well enough at hearts that we're going to actually be successful. Yeah, That's the model that we have to live by, and right now we're signing players who are 33-year-old, 32-year-old, giving them two-year deals. Just know, even if they play absolutely amazing, we're not going to be able to get any money for them.
4: Mm-hmm. I, I guess you're sort of talking about Shea Logan a little bit there. Um, and I, I've seen a lot of comments going around about, ah sign him up, sign him up. And to me, it just seems odd because you've got Michael Smith at right back. So as you're signing Shea Logan, where is he going to play? You've got Cammie Logan coming through. That just puts another step in his way. And, I mean, again, nothing... Shea Logan's been brilliant. He, yeah. he has. Um, but, like you said, he's 33-year-old. There's no value there. And, it's like with Smith. You do
2: things that he's shown almost too much for, a, for her, not to say. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> That's
3: <laughs> the thing. He just knows he needs to show up for, like, three or four games and he's got a contract for the next couple of years.
1: You see, with Shea Logan, do you not think... For some, some people like Shea Logan. Obviously, you look at him; he's got a couple of percent body fat. He's an absolute athlete. Think age is just a number with a guy like that. I mean, he could. He's one of why the did Aberdeen want to
0: loan him? Then, if he was that good, why did they want to loan him to a championship club?
1: Fell out of favour under McInnes. Yeah, maybe they were planning ahead. But still, I mean, you look at him; he's fit as a fiddle. He's obviously got a bit of ability. I'm not saying we should sign him. I'm just saying, is age just a number when you've got uh, a fine specimen? specimen. You're <laughs> asking
2: the big <laughs> question. Oh,
1: <man.
3: laughs> I've been burnt far too many times. I don't really see, in our position, signing a backup who's 33-year-old. I right. don't I don't get
1: it. Right. can Cammy Logan back. Wrong Logan. Fine. Uh, if you were to... Concentrate on one specific position on the park. What Jenk needs uh, strengthen the most in the side. Center
0: back, center back,
3: center <laughs> back. Uh, just <laughs> anywhere from sort of right back, center back, left back, center mid, right wing, left wing.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh Christ, a couple of decent wingers as well. Chuck them in there. That's my thoughts. I think we need four
1: wingers, two and <laughs> two on both sides. <laughs> <Same again. laughs> I hope one of them's Janelli. I hope he uh, he heals up and comes back. Do you? I think, what's your thoughts now, weeks later?
3: I obviously I want to see him play for Hearts, but I want to see him play for Hearts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you know where I'm at? I'm sick of wingers. I want us to play a four-four-two with a right and left midfielder. That's it. They keep bringing wingers in, and they keep falling over.
1: <laughs> I've always thought that would work at Tynecastle because it's such a narrow park. You don't actually need wingers. Aye. <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. Um Spoke about Callum Morrison. I just wanted to irritate you a bit and make you dislike Adam Hickey. He said in the papers this week that he was excited when Celtic put an offer in for him and he wouldn't rule out a move to paradise further down the line. He's
0: a Celtic fan growing up. It's not a surprise. As long as we get that kick back, I'd,
1: couldn't I couldn't care less. And We've got uh, something else I uh, learned this week. Uh, I knew this, but I'd forgot years ago. Alex Neil brought Stephen Naismith to Norwich when he was manager there. There's a wee connection for you. Um, hopefully, if Alex Neil does come in, well, it's well not going to happen now, but if he does, maybe he can convince Naismith to hang up his boots eh? here. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> is this, a, no is this, a, this
2: is a precursor to you in the summer going well, here's the thing. When David Moyes was at Man United, he brought in Marlon Fellaini.
1: <laughs> Are you saying David Moyes is going to be our next manager?
2: No, but I believe you did at the beginning of the season. Yeah, you did at the start of the season.
1: <laughs> the start of the season? I can't even remember. David Moyes, was he like the Maybe. I mean, you <laughs> like the <match>.
0: last. <laughs>
1: Me, personally. No. Javi,
0: safe.
3: I said this to you in... When I messaged you, I said I would have taken my hearts. Did you not get that I was referencing when you used to say,
1: David Moyes should come out of hearts? To be honest, I always get confused with David Moyes and Steve McLaren, And <laughs> They both linked. were linked. <laughs> they were both linked. The summer was just such a mess. And <laughs> ended up with Robbie Nielsen.
2: Um, and David Moyes is going to get Champions League football.
1: <laughs> West Ham are absolutely flying. He's turned Jesse Lingard into some sort of, like, elite footballer as well. I have no idea what's going on. Um, Cameron, the highlight of your week was watching Joel Pereira. That was actually Friday night, wasn't it? Same time as the Harts.
2: That wasn't Friday night. It must have been during the week because I wasn't watching both games.
1: <laughs> during the week
2: playing, and but... the golf. I couldn't have watched three screens. That's way too much. <laughs> But no, I did. I, I did watch him. It was his uh, second start of the season because he was in for whoever the injured keeper was, um, and in his first start, he conceded five goals, and then <laughs> in his second one, did it finish seven? Seven, I think. I. seven. Yeah. So twelve goals he's conceded, and at one point, the he threw the ball out straight to one of the strikers, one of the Norwich strikers, and the commentator said, "This was it was four 0 at this point." And the commentator said, well, that's the first big mistake he's made tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Conceded four goals. So he's played, I believe he hadn't actually played the 90 minutes in the first game. So he's played less than 180 minutes and conceded 12 goals. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. He's improving then as a player.
0: (laughs) I, when you text, say that the
3: commentator um, Said that he'd not really made a mistake all night I went, oh well maybe he's actually having one of those games Where he's not really doing anything wrong and Then I seen the first goal And he sort of saves it onto his own face And it goes in
4: <laughs> his, like, <laughs> general, his positioning is just so terrible It's I, unbelievable Cat-like reflexes though <laughs> And he's still
2: on the books at Man United
0: On 20 grand a week <laughs> He can't play football He's on 20 grand a week
3: well, you know what they say about keepers. They fall off a cliff pretty quick, so maybe he's, maybe he's at his
0: peak at what age, 20. He never climbed a climb
1: the cliff. Well, he peaked at under eleventh. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm really glad he's doing bad. He's going to end up in like the conference or something.
2: No, he's going to end up at heart.
1: <laughs> um, right, looking ahead, next up, we, uh, we don't play for ages playing Morton on Tuesday the 20th, away from home, uh, five past seven. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Right. Callerum, over to you for by yourself.
2: That was a great build-up there. I'm glad we looked at the match in depth. <laughs> Thanks for that, Javi. So, Season stop. Season stop. On, did you speak
0: there? <laughs> in a row.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, on to buy, sell, or as I'm going to just continue to call this segment, I tell you, um, I'll run through the scores. And to be honest, this is the most enjoyable this segment has been all season. So let's start with the big one, which I no longer have to ask because hearts actually won. And two people didn't buy it. So Paddy and Hammy, no points on that one there. Well done the rest of these. <laughs>
4: That was a A wee negative Nancy
2: So Hearts over 1.5 goals Who didn't buy it? Paddy and Hammy (laughs) No points (laughs) lad This is the one deceiving thing Because when I watched the game It felt like Hearts had the ball constantly And the line was over 61% possession We only had 60% So Simon you sold it And Paddy you sold it well done and then, of course, the biggie. Hearts to win the league this weekend. I tell you. <laughs> three points for me, nay points for Hammy, one point for Paddy, two points for Jarve, and three points for Simon. So what does that mean to the running totals? Considering Hammy just had to play it safe to the end of the season.
0: Uh, he, that he, zero.
2: Did, he did play it safe. <laughs> <laughs> So, playing that zero there, um, bringing up the rear and really beginning to run out of points to catch here uh, is Paddy on 34. Then there's Up To Me on 39. Up to Jarvie on 41. Followed by last week's leader, Hammy, on 42. And our new leader, Simon, on 43. (laughs)
4: Three weeks to go, boys.
2: Big questions. All right, so on to this week. Pretty straightforward because it's kind of hard to have any kind of novelty about the games at this point, and um, there's nothing outside of like winning the league that I can ask. So I'm going to go with the same line on the possession again, sixty-one percent, sixty-one percent, please. Sell. Uh, this is versus Morton, by the way.
3: So yeah, uh, I'll I'll buy it.
1: You not know, got any stats, Cameron, normally you say last time we played more than we done <laughs>
2: 58% Last time we had 58% <laughs> 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 And our last two our last two games have been 60, so I'm asking if we can go over that 60 now that we're playing free-flowing football <laughs>
4: I'm gonna sell um, Actually,
3: i, I- Sorry, I'm going to sell as well, actually.
2: Oh, we're selling it. We're selling it.
1: 60 or over, I'll buy.
2: It's 61. You're not not bartering with me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'll sell that then.
2: (laughs) Didn't want that one?
1: I lost out because of 1% last week.
2: (laughs) Oh, Ken, what? I'm going to buy it. Because I'm feeling really positive and smug. And there you go. Um, So we talked about Nandwili not getting his goal and probably being unlucky there Um, and Boyce obviously filling his boots so between the two of them over 1.5 goals bye bye I
3: think I'm going to buy it what if they don't play they'll they'll play I mean I think they'll play they're
1: going to replace them Simon
3: that's, that's what I thought. I thought maybe we'd bring in some some reserves or backups, but no. Nah.
2: Craig, Craig Whiten's not there. i Have mean,
3: be sold him? I'm
2: going to buy it. Still feeling positive. Uh, yeah, I'll,
4: I'll sell. I'm going to buy. Right.
2: Now, two clean sheets on the bounce. Obviously, <laughs> one of them we weren't happy with, one of them we were. Do we make it a hat-trick?
4: Bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Suiters back. I'm going to buy. I'm just looking at
2: this. Right. So, Jarvis, what did you buy that there, Jarvey? No. So, you've sold the possession, you've sold the goals, but you're clean. You've got a nil nil draw. How exciting. <laughs> um, I'm also going to buy because, nah. And then, finally, and I alluded to it earlier, and I think where I'm going to go on this is I think he gets a send-off for the rest of the season, and I think he deserves it as a, as a good servant to the club. Uh, do you think better starts?
0: Bye. I'm now shaking on my buy-in of the clean sheet. I was just about to say. <laughs> do I change
3: my,
4: my buy for that? I'm going to sell it. He's no made the bench the last couple of games, and I just think... You know, Shooter's getting back to fitness, they'll continue with him, I think. I think your head's gone. <laughs> I think he'll get the last game of the season, I think. That, aye.
1: I'm, I'm selling it, and I don't even think he'll get on the last game of the season against Ray. I think That's better done. New fans in the ground. What's the point?
2: Yeah, I'm going to sell it as well, actually. These have convinced me. <laughs> I think if he didn't play in that last game of the season, it would be so brutal. Like, <laughs> when it's, Ray- it's, tele- it's televised as well. <laughs> <laughs> I usually
3: be the captain, eh?
4: Surely. No. For the, for the <laughs> captain, for the trophy and all that, I think he'll get the last game. But he's been, like I say, missing for the bench the last couple and suitors back. So.
2: Well, there you go. There's another section of me buying everything because I think it's
4: been about four weeks since I sold anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll let you know how I get on. <laughs>
1: I believe you never done by ourselves suited at the back, boy saying attack. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you've said it now. There you go, you
1: got it. <laughs> yeah,
3: he technically did. His boy's gonna score. Uh, we're gonna Aye. keep a clean sheet.
1: I did fair play, Cameron. Thank you very much. Uh, and thank you to the rest of the boys, and thank you, Padman Productions, for his copious amounts of editing time as ever. Uh, if you aren't following us on social media already, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast. And if you would like to send us an email, it's heartspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave us a nice wee review or otherwise spread the good word. So until next time, keep washing your hands for the hearts. We'll see you again soon.
0: Champions, champions, <laughs>